0: Welcome to This Movie is Gay. My name is Corwin. And my name is James. And boy, do we have a doozy for you. Ooh, your
1: levels are looking great. (laughs) I like like my levels being level. Oh, me too. No, no, no. I like your levels being level because then it's easier to mix, baby. Yes, easy mixing like these monster pies. Exactly. Welcome to episode two of This Movie is Gay we watched monster pie and can i have something to tell you right now can i can i air a grievance yeah air that grievance okay on last episode you poorly described this movie you said yeah you said hey this is a movie about a gay frankenstein and a gay werewolf finding love that is not that is the movie within this movie <laughs> i was expecting twi- like a low budget twilight but with strong homosexual overtones that is not what i got i almost <laughs> cried during this movie so corwin you you sold me an ill bill of good faith I, I might have to choose the next movie and guess what i know zero we might watch ken park that's not a gay movie that's just a fucked up movie i'll see i'll say hey it's a bunch of friends hanging out at a skate park and then you'll watch the movie and say no james that is not that's not this movie at all that's incredible i don't
0: even realize that i did that last time but i can definitely thinking back yeah i did describe it as a romeo and juliet with wolfman and frankenstein instead of saying they're people doing a class project for that Uh, oh i'm sorry for deceiving you i
1: told nicole and nicole said oh my god that movie sounds amazing (laughs) and then i searched for it and i said Maybe it, maybe he said the wrong title because this is not what this is. Why is it called Monster Pies? <laughs> I'm at least glad that you looked it
0: up and hopefully like watched the trailer before you got into this. I did and said, this is not the movie. <laughs> He'll send
1: me a, the real <laughs> link soon.
0: That was it. You've been tricked. You've been had. I uh, I feel like that's the point of this movie, though. Like, literally, I've seen this movie like four times. And every single time I've watched it, it's it's always been like very hesitant to show anyone. And then anytime I've gotten my friends to watch it, I'm like, it's terrible, but please watch it. Please,
1: I, please, please watch it. The entire movie up until the that car accident uh-huh. was I uh, was I have lots of notes until that this I'm showing Corwin. More maybe 80% of the lines on this notebook page are filled. Up until that point and then once that happens i'm saying i cannot goof on this movie <laughs> once he gets beat with that cane by his dad yes i no. this is this yes, is a you, serious you, movie this is a serious
0: moment um no i i get it it's a it's a it's one of those like movies that i like a lot because it is i mean objectively it's terrible it is not a good movie in my opinion um but it's one of those it's like so bad that i'm like i love this i, I love this a lot i
1: think like i said up until that the last act of this movie is a great movie <laughs> the other parts were but i think it kind of kept if other things were done well like the i don't like new indie movies because of how the camera looks yeah they try and they try and make it look so crystal clear that it looks fake does this have that problem yeah
0: because i the camera work is what annoys me the most about this movie especially in the beginning it's so jarring and so like hard to get into um because they have so many like
1: terrible transitions well it's I mean the video quality of it. Yeah. Like, it looks too crystal clear. It looks too high definition, but there's no grainy it. There's is. no, like, grain on it. There's no, like, filter on it. Yes. They need to throw
0: some, uh, what is it, uh, blue-yellow filters on there. Yeah, make, make it. Make it, it
1: Star Trek. Like, let's go. Oh, I thought you were going to say make it look like one of the Saw movies. Oh, my God. Because that's all the Saw movies had. I know I'm thinking of
0: like those solar flares that are all over Star Trek movies. I'm like, yeah, let's let's put that quality
1: on yeah, this. Yeah, it needed something. We watched a HD version of this. We didn't. <laughs> it's not like Hellbent. We purchased this movie. I don't know. I'm upset. <laughs> I was so looking forward to a B horror movie, sci- like a science fiction something that Mystery Science Theater would do. And that's not what I got, Corwin. Didn't I tell you it was going to be heartbreaking? No. <laughs> I thought I did. No, all you said was <laughs> a Frankenstein, a werewolf, they fall in love, Romeo and Juliet, and it's gay. Oh, that's incredible.
0: Okay, well, we need to find that movie that you want, um, obviously, to watch that. Um, we'll go to reddit (laughs) reddit will tell us they'll tell us that that movie exists somewhere but it's
1: probably a porn so we're probably not gonna (laughs) watch it (laughs) oh i came up with an idea for a podcast i keep coming up with podcast ideas where it's just we watch nc-17 movies i've always been fascinated with that rating since i was maybe 12 of when it was probably when that no i think for some reason, I heard Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back was going to be NC-17. I don't know why as a child I knew that. And then the that Johnny Knoxville movie that was NC-17. And I've just always wanted to know what those things were like. Also, video games that are rated A for adult. I've always wanted to play one of those.
0: I mean, that's not um, not out of our like criteria of what we would watch here because... I feel like a lot of gay movies are going to have higher ratings anyway, um, because of the bias for the rating system. Yeah. Um, which I did a whole bunch of speeches about in college, but did we explain what this movie is? it's, this is I monster pie. Yeah. We
1: explained that monster <laughs> pies and I did, we, we've explained this movie better up top than we did Hellbent. Absolutely. Yes. We, I think it took a, maybe 10 minutes for us to explain, Hey, this movie's name is hellbent. (laughs) We were just like the creepy cruiser the whole
0: time. But this is a movie that it it's from Australia. It's 2013. It actually won the audience award for best feature film for the Melbourne queer film festival. Um, in 2013, that's the only significant thing about it. It seems. Yeah. It, I mean, besides being tricked and not knowing that it's a drama romance dealing with high school students dressing up as Frankenstein and the Wolfman,
1: how did you feel about the movie? Like I explained, the last half was amazing and heartbreaking. And I was going to joke, of course, spoilers, that's what we're doing. We're talking about this movie right at the end. If you haven't seen this movie and you were looking forward to seeing it, Pause this right now. Go watch it. I was going to make a joke about that tire swing of saying, oh, someone's going to hang themselves with that. And then right before, once he woke up in the morning, I said, oh, dude's probably hanging. And then they show his feet. And then I almost started crying. I mean, you should have. (laughs) That's what
0: this movie even even though I've seen it so many times, it still gets me at a couple points where I like start to tear up and I'm like, no, no Corwin, you don't have emotions. Stop doing this, stop <laughs> crying. Um, and that's definitely like, it's, um, I think one of them is him in the convenience store stealing the bread and eating the bread and like crying. Um, I start to like get a
1: little emotional about that. I I would have, except I was it, in my mind, I was thinking, why steal a loaf of bread? There's so many other smaller things you could get for the same amount of substance. And then once he starts crying, he just like, you can see his tongue push out the piece of bread. And then yeah. I was just completely out of it thinking, oh no. He's
0: like crying and just chewing bread, ugly crying. It's, it's incredible. I don't know why I'm smiling so much at this movie. It's just because I've been inoculated with it so much that I can actually smile about it um but yeah that that part gets me the when he when he obviously dies that gets me and then at the end when the teacher is like hey I'm so sorry I don't know what to say to you that just like that interaction always like
1: kills me a little bit can I same with the bully too Oh, yeah. The bully got woke at the end. We'll get into that. But to piggyback off from the teacher, what she said when she showed him that movie, it reminded me of a time when uh, if you've listened to my other podcasts, you know, some of my all the people I know who have died have been because of drugs and alcohol. And two of my friends died in a car accident and I played. A song that one of them was in, and then my brother started crying hardcore because it was playing. And it made me realize oh, just because I'm okay with this, like I want to hear this to feel better about myself, other people might not feel the same way. It's the same as that teacher. In, yeah. She should have been like, hey, are you okay with seeing this before I put it in? Well, I think,
0: I think she. I think she sort of, sort of did, like, go into that in a little bit when she was like, hey, so, you know, obviously you've had a hard time. Uh, just so you know, this tape has shown up. Who sent it? Mike sent it. She was like, or not Mike, uh, Will. Will sent it, the one who died. Um, she was like, Will sent, she's like, this tape sent, um, it arrived in the mail uh, today. Why and- did he, oh, because did he know he was? Yeah, he oh, okay. definitely planned it. That's why one of the I was like wait a, wait a fucking minute is that the full moon god damn it um when we were watching uh right before that happened You've uh, seen this movie I've before. seen this movie but I didn't realize that it was like the full moon right then which plays into the wolfman thing um also this movie does hit you over the head with metaphors oh, like yeah. over and over and but over again
1: Not just the Romeo and Juliet them turning into a monster. like not just that, but when they s- were skinny dipping, or not skinny dipping, when they d- went for a LARP in the pool, they uh, he pushes him in and then says, "Oh, you weren't going to take the plunge yourself." And then Pete Holmes, uh, that's Mike. what. W- yeah, I'm calling him Pete Holmes or Vampire Pete Holmes. That's what he looks <laughs> like. I'll I'll have you. Do you know who Pete Holmes is?
0: Um, isn't that with uh music
1: um no it's not music not he's a music? Sta- okay. he's a stand-up comedian oh, okay then no no idea who that is so th- but that's what he looks like when he kisses him he was taking the plunge and also saying hey pretty much saying hey you weren't going to do this either yeah yeah it, it just straight up hits you
0: over the head with metaphors like over and over and i forgot what thought i was on before that anyway but Oh, the teacher um, explaining the movie. She's like, you know, he sent it, it showed up. Um, you know, technically it does fit the criteria for the project if you want to use it, but, like, this is all up to you. You don't
1: have to show it to the class. You don't have to do anything like that, even if you do want to use it. You said, oh, even if he hadn't sent that in, he still would have gotten a passing grade. But Probably. how she, how she phrased that was saying, hey, this thing meets the criteria so hey you're good but you don't need to show it the meaning she wasn't going to give him a passing grade anyway his friend not only did his friend die but the partner that he was working on it with died so you should give them a passing grade because the kid could say well i can't finish this now (laughs) he died i feel like
0: i feel like the teacher would have given him a passing grade even if it didn't show up because, I mean, he wasn't in school for a bit anyway. And then, like, her first interactions with him were, like, I'm so sorry this happened. Like, and the kids even knew it, too, with the bully coming up and being, like, hey, if I knew, I'm uh, I'm so sorry. um, But, like... So everyone knew, obviously. I think that she would have given him a passing grade um, because she's one of the few characters that actually shows up that seems to be very sympathetic towards him Yeah. Uh, and their relationship uh, whenever it's shown. Like the mom wasn't immediately. Um, obviously, uh, Will's dad was not with at all. Um, and then, so it's like, you got the teacher seeing them dancing and she's sympathetic towards them, smiling like, oh, this is so cute. Um, even though he dies that night, um, and then you've got the dad that's sympathetic towards him, like afterwards.
1: Yeah, I did write down in the beginning that mother has no mother's intuition. No, I, I'm not gay. I don't have any family members that I'm uh, immediate family members that are, but I always hear your family knows family will say, Hey, we knew when you were six years old. Is that, is that true?
0: I mean, I feel like that ties into a lot of modern day, like the problems with people straight people saying they have a gay, a good gaydar and stuff like that. I feel like that kind of thing ties into that and it just deals with a lot of stereotyping of, uh, LGBT youth. Um, that's not necessarily true. Um, so I, yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's necessarily true that okay. the family automatically knows. Um, I mean, there are definitely cases where the family does know and is in very much in denial. Um, but a lot of that does tie into LGBT stereotyping,
1: um, that, you know, we need to not do anymore. Either my gay dar is terrible or I was just being a nice person. I think it was mainly me being a nice person, but there was one kid who lived by me that everyone called gay. And I said, "No, he's not. He's he hasn't said it to anyone." So you guys don't know, and I kept whenever someone would call him that I would just say, "No, you don't know that." And maybe I said, "Even if he was, what would be the problem with it?" And he had like one of the most Uh, traditionally beautiful girlfriends in high school. (laughs) And then right after high school, everyone said, hey, did you know so-and-so came out? And I said, oh, well, now now we know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I I feel like as a society, it's kind of bad getting into that whole stereotyping and trying to do you know, trying to be like, oh, my gaydar is great, because I know that's the person that's not out is totally, uh, is totally gay. I've Um, never
1: used gaydar in a sentence (laughs) ever before. Until now. Yes, until now, (laughs) because I think it's dumb. I mean, it is dumb. It's like, okay, so you
0: can point out a very um, butch lesbian or, or not lesbian, you can point out a very butch woman or um, a very effeminate man, congratulations. That's I don't even know
1: do. on the gay porn sites that I frequent if these people are gay or not. I mean, I getting into like gay porn stars and things
0: like that. A lot of them aren't. Yeah. That's um, how you make your
1: way in. And that's how you make the bank.
0: Some of them are either straight and just doing it for the money or some of them are bisexual. Um, and there are some gay
1: ones, but like, yeah, you just can't assume just because. Except every lesbian scene <laughs> I've ever seen. I know they're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a lot of lesbian porn, so I wouldn't be able to like. Oh, no, it's not. On that absolutely not. It's clearly they're not because, especially like casting call ones where they're like, hey, you ever been in a girl girl situation? No. Would you like to be? Oh, yeah, I can totally do that. Oh, but they have to be gay then. <laughs>
0: I think. <laughs> getting into that my i so i have a degree in theater uh one of the classes that i took in college was acting for tv and film um and one of the scenes that we had to do towards the end of the semester was a kissing scene um and i am a very like conserved person i i literally didn't have my first kiss until this moment actually oh no um it's my first kiss ever um, because i I genuinely just do not connect with people romantically um for the most part. Like I'm attracted to a lot of people, but I'm like, no, i I'm I'm cool with not. I'm cool with not going there at all. Um, but this uh, class, we had a a friend of mine who's very, she's she's very religious and very like, you know, she's also conserved. She's musical theater, and she got paired randomly with uh, this girl named Victoria. Who is very? Um, she was very diva. She's like a powerhouse. She she's, was a
1: theater kid, is what you're saying. I mean,
0: she's she's a lot. She <laughs> is incredible. Um, I absolutely love everything that she does. But she she's just she's literally like if you think a traditional like what's the opera like diva um, type.
1: What you're describing are theater kids from my high school.
0: Well, yeah, she's basically that, except she's more, she's cooler than that. Like, I feel like the the thing that you're you're thinking of is like oh you've got these very diva like people but she's like she's actually like genuinely a cool person she's just absolutely a powerhouse i
1: mean i hung out with mainly later on i mainly hung out with the theater kids so i do think they're cool (laughs) but that's just i mean she would be like she would be like outside
0: of the high school like social cliques like she you'd be like oh that's that's victoria damn um but anyway she got paired with this this girl that um is very Uh, religious and was like I I can't do this um so the teacher was like okay well I guess you get out whatever um so Victoria needed a new partner and the next random pairing was me um and I went into that class with uh with Victoria and I this is like my I'm I'm well into my theater program I'm like I've done a lot um almost about to graduate all of that um, and the teacher's like, okay, we'll, we're doing this kissing scene. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I don't do emotions Sarah. I don't, I don't know. I can't do this. Um, but I was like, I can do it, but I, I don't want to all that. And she was like, my teacher was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, how, you, what do you mean you don't do emotion? You've been in theater. What do, what are you doing? <laughs> like she's like, I'm not have to fire you, and I'm just like, Sarah, I got this. Um, and then I did the, we did one take, um, had my first ever kiss, and it was on camera. And
1: Sarah was like, a, wasn't this a theater? Oh, it was for screen. Okay, never mind. Never acting mind. for TV, and, TV and film, um, and
0: literally my first kiss ever, <laughs> and it was with Victoria, and. Sarah, she stopped, she stopped everything after the take, and she was like, Oh my God. She went and opened the door for all the all the other um all my other classmates that were out in the hallway getting ready with their scenes. Um and she just goes, Corbin and Victoria just had the best scene ever. This is the most <laughs> incredible thing I've seen. She's like, it's the best. But uh, going back to the 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 other girl couldn't do it. Um, the girl and girl thing. Yeah. that that was the whole point of this segue. But I also had to explain my first kiss ever.
1: Do you have that tape? I do not. Oh, it's, do you know if anyone does? They probably do. You should try and find that within the next two, three weeks, and then we can post that scene. <laughs> that is,
0: that's back in Memphis. Um, oh darn I, it! I, I'm pretty sure I don't have a way to get it anytime soon. I don't know if I don't know if she saved it, but I know like the grad students had them for a while. Okay. because um, we it was a class that we had like a couple grad students in and everything. But that teacher, literally every single time I did a scene, she was like. What was that, Corwin? That was that was amazing. I've never seen you do this before. I'm like you literally said that to me last week. <laughs> I don't <laughs> That's been my entire like college career. You're like, are you you're just not looking at me <laughs> other d- times. <laughs> you just you watch me do it.
1: You literally say the same thing and then you just have like amnesia? I don't I don't get what's happening. I've I've never seen him walk walking on on screen oh my god i've never seen you do that before <laughs> exactly it's like oh he can breathe Jeez. i've never seen you do that before <laughs> and oh my, <laughs> you're sitting down oh my god never seen you do that before <laughs> <laughs> okay back back to
0: monster Pie. yes that was the uh, do you have any notes before
1: yeah oh i have lots okay uh, all from the first 80 percent of the movie yes uh, he had some vibrant color sheets and pillows, and that what uh Pete Holmes was wearing was just his uh his pajamas were oh. everything he wore was baggy.
0: Yes, he had the baggiest jeans I've ever seen w- in my life.
1: I wish I had some jeans like that. They, were, you need to up your jeans game. Like your jeans aren't that baggy. You need I to. I don't. I own one pair of jeans, and that's just because Nicole said you look good in those, and I said. <laughs> We've been dating for a year. Yes, I'll buy them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, his jeans are like, they took a size, like, the biggest size you can find, the extra, extra, extra large jeans, and then they just, like, tied a rope to, like, cinch it off.
1: they didn't look, they looked okay around the waist, but not... Everything else was baggy. Maybe that's an Australian thing. I, hey, well, I mean,
0: this is a 2013 movie, so is was it that... though?
1: <laughs> or it seems a lot older. He literally started out with a Walkman, which I commented on. That maybe they he does he can't afford an MP3 player, but he could afford a CD player. But if you're riding a bike, hey, that's gonna skip unless you have that anti-skip 60 second buffering thing that I used <laughs> to have, but, but still would mess up your CDs. But can you even still get, like, cassette tapes with, like... I guess
0: he was listening to, like, Mozart, so... Yeah,
1: you can still buy cassettes. Have you ever been to brick a brac I have not. And that's... They just sell vinyl and cassettes. Incredible. New How, cassettes.
0: Like, is that, like, a... Is that, like, a boutique shop? Does someone just, like, own everything? And they're just, like, whatever. I don't need money. No, it's
1: a successful store. Like, they they have constant customers. Not to... Not to dis... That's Oh, story. I also forget that you you have claimed that you don't listen to music, but <sighs> tapes did make a they've made a resurgence. I mean, I listen to
0: music. I listen to I mostly just listen to like Pandora or Spotify though. So like I don't I Pandora own Pandora is for upper aged people. I mean, I still listen to Pandora because back before Spotify became a thing, like Pandora was just starting out. Um it was brand new. Um oh, just no, starting Corwin. is when I started listening to Pandora. I thought you um, were going to
1: say I bought stock in Pandora. No. <laughs> yes,
0: totally bought stock in Pandora when I was a teenager. Um no, I I literally started listening to that and I was like telling my friends in high school, "Oh, there's this new website, pandora.com. Like listen to it. It's awesome." Um and then they didn't, and then like 3 years later everyone started jumping on Pandora. Um, So I've just stuck with it since then.
1: You have brand loyalty. I do. You're like a (laughs) juggalo. I'm so sorry that I brought juggalos up in uh, another podcast. We (laughs) will stop that talk right now. (laughs) It's only brand loyalty because the thing about Spotify
0: is that it, I think you can do it now where you can like choose a song and then do like a radio and it. Chooses songs for you Yeah I think so um, But like before When it first came out When I first like Started looking at it It seemed like it was just You created your playlist And then you listened to it And I'm like I don't want to do that I just want the songs Chosen for me I don't care um, So that's why I listen to Pandora Because they just like Continuously like Add songs to your stuff
1: You love the Bruce Springsteen
0: channel Don't <laughs> I I Surprisingly enough Do not have the Bruce Springsteen channel I do have um, A Beyonce channel um, I've got a oh there's there's a few like musical singers that I've got there, like their channels. uh, Jeremy Jordan, is that a name? Patty Lapone. <laughs> I, I hope I, I said
1: that name right.
0: I, I don't know what kind of music you think I listen to, but that's not. You it. said
1: musicals. I do, and that is correct. but um, she's a musical singer. She was a stage first, then screen. She was on thirty, rock. <laughs> but I'm talking more like like The Last Five Years
0: or Hamilton or Next to Normal, um, like more modern, like rock musicals uh, sort of thing. So like Though Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love me some Mandy Patinkin. So that's that's the kind of thing that I listen to. And I just don't, I didn't know that cassette still existed. So that's, that's
1: fun to know. I guess this movie is not as dated as I thought it was. I, one of my most recent full CD I was going to put out on cassette and then I realized I would have needed someone, someone else to master it properly. And I said, no, thank you. I will do everything myself and send it to someone to get printed up.
0: Did you did you do it on cassette? or No, 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 no. no. Just on CD. Just on, okay. Are you going to, like, if you ever go to New York, you need to be one of those that just, like, stands in Times Square and you're just like,
1: hey, 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 listen to my CD, listen to my CD. But then I say, hey, do you want this CD? And when someone says, yeah, I say, that'll be $10. That's, I've literally had to push friends away from those, from those
0: because they're, like, they're just so... Like used to not being around that kind of thing. That um, one of my friends actually bought one of those CDs and it didn't even
1: work. And I'm just like, get oh no, stop. <laughs> stop! I I did that once, but I was very young. Someone said, "Hey, do you want this CD?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." And then they this was also in Muskegon, so <laughs> it didn't even make sense that this would happen. But one time, someone said that on the streets of Chicago, and I said, "No." Just give, give your music away for free. Do get what I do.
0: SoundCloud, like, let's just get famous that way. I don't know anything about music or how to get famous. Hey, Sorry, I've been doing everyone. it for 13 years, and <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> You're my only source, so I've just been let down.
1: Like I let you down in choosing this movie. And I am an unreliable source. <laughs> so uh, let me, so we already did that. The teacher is tired She She, had bags upon bags and so did his best friend. Yes, they're both like exhausted people. And he said for such a, you know, awake community, clearly they're tired, they're not sleeping, they are not woke at all. (laughs) The thing about the teacher being tired is still funny to me too though,
0: because like that classroom is like 10 people. Uh, Like you have an excellent class size. What is going on here? she might have insomnia
1: that's that's just me constantly um you must put something on you must put some uh, treatment on you no, you I look just, great i just
0: got a baby face so okay. it's just
1: like nope you you don't have bags you can't say you have a baby face but also have a full beard <laughs> if i shave off the beard suddenly i look
0: 12 okay. so that's shave why I keep i keep stubble shave it off i ever shave it off i'm going to come up and you're just going to be like who who the fuck is this? No, I know you by that signature haircut. <laughs> yeah, no one else does the blue, uh, blue green tips like I do. Oh, they're uh, right they're now. fading now, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. It was a birthday choice and it's just faded into a nice mint. So I'm just keeping it. Um, but <laughs> the hair for the lead, uh, that it always like, the lead just throws me off completely every single time I watch this because I always forget how awkward he is. Like, and I, I know that's a character choice for him to be awkward, but I feel like it goes beyond that. And the actual actor himself in this movie is just awkward. So it's just like this double layer of awkwardness from the, uh, Pete Holmes character. Yeah. Um, I remembered, um, (laughs) From him, he's just—it's just so awkward, and that's one of the things that like gets—it's—it's it's hard for me to get into in the beginning of the movie—is that awkwardness, and then also all the like transitions because they're very jumpy and very like, oh yeah, just like they—they they don't make a lot of sense, uh, cinematographically and like thematically and things. But it gets better towards the end of the movie.
1: Already, we're two for two of having awkward lead characters yes, like a uh, detective final boy he was he was he had no stees. I said <laughs> Corwin probably doesn't know what I mean by stees. no clue it's a slang term meaning kind of your your confidence but kind of your swagger as well
0: oh uh, yeah that's I just I don't know I have confidence for days so I <laughs> Never have to worry about that term, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: No, you that means you do have stees. You're good. I have stees, I'm good. Yes. But I never (laughs) worry about needing stees. All right, what else do we got? Does he work at a VHS store?
0: Yes. He works at the Australian version of
1: Blockbuster, apparently. But I I was thinking maybe the when they got DVDs, they still kept them in a VHS type like holder. Possibly, because that's what they did with records at first. They made those long box record, or with not with records, with CDs. They made like the long box so they could mm-hmm. still fit in where you would hold vinyl, so people record stores wouldn't need a completely new setup I to feel hold like, things.
0: I feel like some of them, or a lot of them, were probably still VHS though, because uh, towards the end, whenever uh, oh, the yeah. mom finds out that he got sacked, it's
1: like. You still got some VHS. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about this. This movie took place in the '90s. I think it, it did. was. It was written in '95. Wait, um, it was.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um. The I just saw that. It's the the writer director whatever. Um. Wrote it in '95. Um. But they didn't do it until like 2013. So I guess that's like sort of the look they're going for. Um. I it's. It's a very, very odd movie.
1: Okay, then you want to know what? The bully getting woke at the end is not believable if this was the 90s. That would have never happened. No. Did you ever have a bully apologize to you? Um, Did you have a
0: bully? I I didn't really have a lot of bullies. Um, there were like, you know, I, I have had like kids throw rocks at me, like things like that. But they're usually like anonymous, like faceless, like they're, They've never been, like, someone that I actually know. Okay. Um, Anytime something like that happened, I usually had friends, like, defending me um, in school. So I didn't really have to deal with that so much. Um, Just the anonymous bullies, I guess, um, is mostly what I had to, like, face. Um, Because I did have a very good, like, friend network. That's good. um, Much better than, than Mike and Will in this movie with their friend...
1: Janine, I think technically Pete Holmes was the only one who was friends with her. Yeah, but she was she hated uh, Mr. What did I put down for him? I put down a movie boy. Is that what I called him? Yeah, and movie boy is hardcore. Should have been like
0: James Dean. He's just sitting there with that white t shirt and the black pants.
1: That white t shirt that had a very scantily clad lady, legs wide open with 3D glasses on. Yes. And Mike also had a weird shirt that looked
0: like that meme with the the child that looks like an eighty year old woman. Um, I thought it looked also like a Les Mis shirt a little bit. I yeah, I guess I can see that. He was into he was into Mozart, I guess. Um, so I that that's yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, it just their fashion in this movie is very strange, but it's also not our. Arc- Culture, so oh yeah, it's Australian. It's so. also
1: supposed to be the '90s, I guess. <laughs> we're we're assuming we're assuming
0: because they had a Walkman and um,
1: well, they had an answering machine, VHS, yes,
0: no cell phone, no cell phones. It's definitely not 2013. Like everyone has
1: a cell phone in 2013. There was also a picture on a news. Re- like they were looking at the news and it was New York and there was a city skyline and the twin towers were still there before 2001. <laughs> yes, okay,
0: all right, we've dated this movie. It's not, I'm kidding,
1: that was not in there. I was like, I
0: don't remember from my four watchings, I do not remember saying that, but I'm just gonna go with it. I do not remember the beautiful twin towers still there. <laughs> Did not. I was just like I'm James. James must have wrote it down. I'm well, gonna go I was with it.
1: thinking maybe it was now because of that latch that they had on the door in this classroom, and mm-hmm. it looked like it. It looked like some thick, possibly bulletproof glass. So that's I was thinking. Oh, this is a post frantic school shooting era, but I also don't know if that's, I don't think that's a big deal in Australia anyway.
0: No, I think they have, uh, I think they've actually gotten gun regulations, but don't quote me on that. I'm also not well-versed in um, gun control in other countries. No one's well-versed in gun control in America. Exactly. that. I'm, I'm not going to blame it on that. I just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a, It's definitely a different place.
1: Can I say something real quick? I forgot to. I was being sarcastic. I hope that came across when I was saying all lesbian porn, they're real (laughs) lesbians. (laughs) Just so no one thinks I'm some stupid, rube, straight guy. I know. I know, guys. I was quoting people from middle school saying, oh my God, they're absolutely lesbians. (laughs) And me thinking, no, they're not what Maybe a some... no yeah we got it we got it okay. um and if we don't then we do now um, all right what else do we got oh them trying to whisper in class you could hear an echo that's how <laughs> loud they were that's because they had terrible like audio equipment um they, c- they could have just been like this hey guys how you doing but instead they're talking like this what's uh what's your name you wanna like, be in a you wanna do a movie? That was that part was funny
0: to me because he's like sitting with Will already and he clearly has a crush on him already. Um and instead of being like, hey, you wanna be partners? Um he gets up, walks around the room where everyone else has already partnered up for their project, and then and then like finally like sulks back to Will and is like, everyone's already partnered up. Do you wanna be do you wanna be partners?
1: Yeah, if I were sitting next to a a girl that I had a crush on, and then it was partners. And I, lo- I would look around a little bit and just say, Hey, we're already sitting next to each other. Would you like to be partners?
0: Yeah, but this, I guess that plays on the awkwardness yeah, of he has the no steez. main character. <laughs> no stees. He's just like, All right, I'm going to walk around and be very awkward. Um, another awkward part for him that I loved was him like walking up, and uh, Will is waiting
1: for his dad to show up, and he just, Throws his bike. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to write that down, but I was like, "Nah, that's not a super important moment." But yeah, he just tosses it in a bu- not even bushes, just under a tree. Yeah, he's like just a low like, hanging tree. He's just like, "Yeet, bye," um, and then goes to you
0: know awkwardly talk to Will again. Um, another awkward thing: he doesn't like Meryl Streep. He's not a fan. I. Every time
1: I watch this movie, I catch that and I'm so mad about it. I I was going to write that down, but then I hear the cap of your pen pop off and I say, Oh, I already know what Corwin is writing right now. He's going to be angry about this. It's like the biggest thing on my
0: page. I've got it taken up like three lines. Like, not a fan of Meryl. It's oh, I got loud there. Oh, but um, you didn't peek. You're I didn't good. Think, great. Um, yeah, I, I'm always, like, so, because he's, he just, like, looks like a little shit there. He's just like, uh, I'm not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm not really a fan of Meryl. It's like, okay, who do you think you are? Um, obviously not the greatest actor, because you are not, um, you know, filling the scene for me. But so. what about
1: how he cries? He's doing such a great job at that. <laughs> I mean, Will did a much better job at crying, I feel. I mean, Will, or, or Movie Boy... You, even the worst actor, could do an okay in the shower, naked crying scene, but hiding behind a like indent in a wall to cry, he did a good job for it. I did kind of laugh at it, but <laughs> still, and the, the running the after he watched the movie, the running into
0: the field oh, to yeah. like pull up grass, cry so dramatic! Oh my god.
1: Okay. I mean for good reason. I was doing notes during his explanation of how his brother is no longer with them. Did he just fall out of a car? Yes. I I also
0: I forget that every single time. And I had to write that down too because he was like, What happened? And he's like, Oh, do you will you not tell will you just keep this to yourself? And he's like, Yeah, sure. He's like, Well, we were we were riding in the back of the car and I saw him grabbing the handle and then i looked away and the next thing i knew he wasn't in the car anymore I'm like that's the
1: end of it like what what he, did he i was thinking that i heard that they were in a car and i heard he was fiddling with something but i only half heard it and then i my, i was like either he fell out of a car or did someone just nab him and just <laughs> say oh i look away and then i look back he's no longer there no straight up just straight
0: up fell out of the car apparently, um, which I guess led to the parents divorcing.
1: Oh that yeah, that makes sense.
0: Okay, so on that that's this is one of the things that I actually really 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 like about this movie um, is the accurate portrayals of some of the character the characterizations. Um, so like will movie boy is he's he's in an abusive household. he's he's an abused kid. Um, and a lot of the things that he does and a lot of decisions he makes, um, that's, it's very honest and real. Um, and that's one of the things that like really gets to me, um, especially with like that character specifically, just because he's like crying in the store and like all of that, um, just the way he reacts to things and, um, being very closed off with, um, Mike, um, Pete Holmes, um, (laughs) (laughs) being very closed off and like, oh no, everything's fine. And all of that, like that's, it's, it's such an accurate portrayal of how an abused victim usually reacts and like things like that Um, in my experience anyway. So that's why I, that's one of the things that just really like, this is why this movie is one of my top movies Um, despite its, its flaws. I,
1: I just love it Um, because of that. Yeah. And like I said, that comes up, in the la- later half of the movie, and that's when it starts to get good. Yeah, and I mean there are like moments and signs and stuff in the beginning,
0: like um, the dad like pulling up in the truck, and like um, the way he, the way we see his interactions with Will, um, and then the mom in the the home. Yeah, um, like her stuff. Like you can kind of like pick up like hints and stuff from it. Um, if you're if you're more predisposed to like that kind of behavior you can kind of pick up hints of it but it definitely like you know goes into it more at the end like the mom was literally she's like she is because she was thrown into a wall yeah like she was hurt so hard that she has brain damage and she has to be in a home for that imagine that kind of that kind of home growing up in so that's that's the motivation for that character and we can see why that character made the choice that he did even though it's so tragic Um, him, you know, killing himself on the full moon and everything. We can see
1: where that comes from. That's what this movie did well for me. Yeah, the last, the latter half of the movie is fantastic. I do want to comment on his, the first interaction with movie boy and his dad. Does his dad say, why are you still in school? You could be like me making good money if you just drop out? Yeah. Yeah. The dad wants him to
0: drop out. Um, and then that Will's like movie boy's like, oh, so I can just also piss away the money like you do, uh, which
1: is from a drinking.
0: Yeah, he's like the dad just does nothing but drink and then beat his kid with a
1: metal cane or a wooden wooden can. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's this is a tragic
1: movie. It is. We got to watch Ken Park only if it were LGBT. You should watch Ken Park. It's really fucked up.
0: I will and have to look that up after this and I might watch it.
1: Check it out, Ken Park, but also check out Monster Pies. Why is it called that? We don't know. It's called Monster Pies because his
0: uh, the main character, Mike, and his brother, whose name I don't remember, uh, the kid that fell out of the car, um, I say that like it's a joke. It's real. It's very tragic. He thought that there were monsters in his backyard when he was growing up. Um, so him and his brother would make monster pies oh. out of like dirt and grass and Did rocks. I just miss this? Yeah. He oh, literally okay. explained it. He's ex- right. he was like he's like, Yeah, we used to make pies out of dirt and rocks and and, and all that and uh, he would let them bake in the sun and I then, remember like,
1: seeing them do that yeah. but I don't remember him explaining it. Okay, yeah. that makes sense.
0: He he explains it. Um, they, they do explain their like tragedies in this, which I is, is sort of nice. Yeah. Aside from, you know, beating you over the head with metaphors. Yeah. Can we talk about,
1: uh, bean girl? She just eats a can of beans and then in the classroom when everyone's pairing up, she's just sniffing a marker. Yes. There, that's. I didn't,
0: I didn't pick up on that as much until I watched this with you because I knew you would start making jokes about
1: things, um, which I'm totally cool with. Um, and literally- markers don't get you high anymore. Like her doing that isn't, it's not going to give you the effects that it once would have. But this was the '90s. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> she was getting high in class,
0: eating her can of beans. It was literally like the mom was like, uh, or the the friend was like, oh, yeah, her mom gives her a can of beans every day (laughs) for lunch. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, definitely
1: made fun of. When we first moved to Chicago, I was trying to spend as much, spend as less money as I could. Uh, I was trying to do things on the cheap. So sometimes I would just buy cans of beans and eat them. So it may. I think they were just trying to get her protein, because the the friend Janine shows her shows him something from her lunch pack and says, "I can't believe my mom packs me this to get me to eat this." It looked like it was. It literally looked like. So you know how you have those like uh,
0: string cheeses in little packages. Or like a Slim Jim. It looked
1: like one of those packages, but with a stalk of celery. Okay. Is what that looked like. I What it looked like to me was like a push pop, but a candy version of a push pop. (laughs) It has to be something from Australia that people immediately can think in their head. Oh my God, I know what that is. It's from the 90s in Australia, but we have no frame of reference for that besides slim jim celery stalks and push pop candy
0: <laughs> straight up a slim jim celery stock that her mom is giving her to lose weight
1: wait to lose weight
0: yeah i think yeah that's i that's why i think it was celery
1: because the mom wants
0: her to lose weight
1: oh i was thinking it was to get nutrients no no okay. straight up straight up the mom is like you're fat janine well lose i also weight. thought it was candy so i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> what else do we got sniffing markers the the tiny face vase mom the camera (laughs) angle when we're introduced to movie boy's mom it makes her look like she has a tiny face (laughs) that could have been thematic of something maybe or it was just a bad camera angle i
0: feel like it was i i'm gonna go with bad camera angle it just reminded me of that like there's a gif everywhere of chris hemsworth like turning and looking into like a piece of metal and it. it's got his head as like a triangle from it. Like that's what that reminds I've me I've never of. seen every, that. God, look it up. It's every, he just like looks and he's just so disgruntled by like his like <laughs> triangle face reflection. Um, that's what that looked like to me. It was, yeah, it was just a lot of the camera work in towards the beginning was kind of bad. I mean, even towards the end too. um, some of it, but they got a little better with editing, um, at the end. I see, do movies work that way? I mean, either they work that way or I just got so used to the bad editing okay. that it that by the end I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. That's probably what
1: the deal was.
0: But, I mean, like, after they, like, spent the night, leaned up against the tree uncomfortably, um, and it just shows, like, Mike waking up and looking around at, like shows, like, the little stream and, like, pans up and shows Mike and then it pans out and shows, like, oh, yeah. him hanging. That was, Th- yeah, those that were, was, like...
1: that was great.
0: Those were good shots. Like, that was good camera work there. Um, not great, <laughs> story-wise, because, you know, let's just kill all it's the gay sad. people. But It's sad. Um, but it is a Romeo and Juliet sort of story, even though, um, in this case, wait, who dies first? Romeo? Yeah. So Juliet didn't die. Yeah, that there were some good camera spots, but a lot
1: of them were very weird. Can can I set I touched on it while we were watching the movie when they were playing footsie? I I was like, they're playing footsie in the middle of class. That's oh. so. That's so. Okay, yeah. I need the story. I need the story. I, I was I was thinking, oh man, that that's you. You could get caught. People would know you're doing that. Don't do that. But then it clicked in my head that a friend of mine would give hand jobs during class.
0: All right. Please expound upon that. Like-
1: I don't want to go. Normally I, I will say on podcasts, I do people's first and last names, unless I'm talking about this stuff. There is a story that I describe about a friend seeing me get a hand job. And then he, ex- he describes my penis as a dino dick. And just because it I guess looks like aggressive and veiny. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but so I will, I did not explain, I did not say that person's first and last name, but this person told me she would give multiple hand jobs during, this was also in like sixth grade. Oh my God. Just cranking dudes.
0: See, and, and here's me. I'm like, I didn't kiss anybody till college. I know. Um, Obviously that was not me. Um, the yeah the the little footsie thing they did was it was cute like they hugged with their legs, but um, they
1: could have been caught. I mean, does anyone even care in that 10 person class? Oh yeah, that none of them care. The only person who cares is a teacher and all she cares about is them coming into class early. Yeah, she's like, Mike God damn it,
0: show up on time hey. And then they
1: start dating and he shows up on time and she's like, hey, what's the
0: deal with this? <laughs> and then she catches them behind the curtain at the school dance and it's all fine in her eyes. She loves them. She does. I yeah, I I feel like the teacher's a very sympathetic character in that. And I I I enjoy her character even though she looks exhausted the first time we see her.
1: But she's I I'm sorry Nicole, but she looks good. She, I would yeah. say but maybe I just enjoy a tired look. <laughs> You're like give me those bags under the eyes. Uh, speaking of people hot and heavy in this the movie store milf, she wanted it bad. Oh my god. She got him fired. I, that that, like, that was
0: so fucked up. It was fucked up and so frustrating because he's like I'm uh, he's he could just show them a video like I'm totally gay. Like I I did not do yeah. any of that that she's saying. She literally she was like, "Oh, I have some heavy boxes at home that I need to put on top of my wardrobe. Will you come and lift them for me? Um, And he's like, no, no. And then Um, she
1: smooches him and he pushes her away. And then she says that he did that to her. Yeah. He said, she was like, what are you? Some kind of homo. Um,
0: And that was like, after um, they had like a sort of semi discussion about like, oh, people don't accept that. Um, And, Oh, the they were also using the metaphor with the wolf man like changing and being hunted down. Oh yeah. Like that thing came up and then and then immediately after it's like, let's show the townspeople
1: not like the gays. And that's what happened. He should have just said, No, I'm taken because he technically was. Yeah, but he didn't have the
0: boyfriend talk until after that moment. Okay. Really? And he was in the show. Yeah, because he okay. was in the he was like Sitting in uh, Will's room, bedroom, and he's like, hey, so are we, are we together? I thought and
1: then, that happened and then the MILF thing happened. No,
0: because he showed up at his house because he was so upset that he got fired because okay, the okay. MILF kissed him. Yeah, so that happened and then he showed up at Will's house and Will's like, yeah, come in my bedroom. I'm going to lock the door so my dad doesn't come in and beat the shit out of us. Um and then he's like, Oh, are we together? And Will's like, uh, looks like it. And he's like, No, I mean I mean like together together. And then Will's like, yeah, duh. Um, so they didn't have that talk till after that. So we, it's understandable.
1: And then they got that hotel room. They
0: got a motel room for the night. And, and you they saw some
1: smooched. You saw
0: some booty. That's that's all we saw. Just they were just like laying face down on the bed.
1: Um, so if you want to see butts uh that's that's there for you for a very small slender of a second you will see butts
0: i mean there's also the moment where he jumps in the pool and he's like wearing whitey tighties so he gets out and you're like oh i could straight up see through
1: those once i saw he was wearing those i knew uh, they better not show a frontal view of him you would be able to see all of his stuff see every they did not They would have just had to tell him, make sure you grow out your pubes so we don't have to blur anything out. (laughs) Or just don't put him in whitey tighties. I mean, it's the look. It's the 90s. It was thin material. So, like, straight up, you you can see through them. Like, it probably didn't even have that flap in front, you know, that (laughs) is there to help you pee easier. So it wouldn't have even had the double material to help blockage. Well, that's why he just kept his side to the camera
0: and then just like turned and ran away immediately after being kissed.
1: That was, they planned that.
0: That, uh, that I wrote that down because he like, so he pushed him in the pool. You brought this up earlier. He he didn't take, he wouldn't have taken the plunge otherwise. So he like pushed him in the pool and then Mike kissed Will and then Will ran away and waited for him outside. Um, And he was like, I, he's like, oh, are you, Mike is like, why are you so sad? Why are you upset? Is it because I kissed you? And he's like, no, it's not because you kissed me. It's because I liked it. It's like that just, just wanted that to be out there. That, that scene happened. It was awkward writing. I
1: loved it. I enjoyed it too. Um, I, I I already knew that was going to happen. Of course he liked it.
0: Yeah. And then the only thing I have after that is the death stuff, which we already talked about. Um, the mom how fucked up was that the mom like finding out that he got fired from his job while he was at the dance was just like oh i call i i found this did he this is all his fault he brainwashed you right and then she's like oh i called his dad and that
1: set things into
0: motion that set everything into motion to end up with i mean i think he planned it before um because he mailed out the tape. Okay. Um, but, you know, it it did like sort of cause that. It caused the action to happen like sooner than it would have probably. Because she's like, Oh, what did he do? Brainwash you I called his father. How um, does he
1: even? How does she even have her dad's number? I guess this, if this is the nineties, the yellow pages. But they had just moved. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. They wouldn't have had the new edition yet.
0: <laughs> Maybe she called like the operator. It's okay. Like, hey operator, four one one. Give me the, give me the four one one on this
1: dad's number. She wouldn't have even known the dad's number. We are at an hour of recording now. All right, so we're so, wrapping yeah, up. we're gonna start wrapping up. Uh, they don't know how to do sleepovers. No. it's since when do you plan? Both of you say we are going to sleep now. No, just one of you starts passing out from exhaustion, and then that's kind of the deal: is oh, first one's out, next one's out, and so on.
0: Yeah, but instead we had Will like trying to sleep, and then Mike like,
1: let me keep talking.
0: I hold. On. I want
1: to keep talking. Uh, are you comfortable? Do you need more blankets? Good night. <laughs> I said, good night. Stop fussing over me. That's literally a line. Yes.
0: Um. Yeah. And after that, um, I have put after the death and everything, the coming out to his dad, uh, Mike coming out to his dad is so like ambiguous because he's like, oh, I was at a funeral. And his dad was like, oh, is it like a friend of yours? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, are you, this is it, like a close friend? Like, what? what's up? And he's like, yeah. He's like. Okay, so why would you want to talk to me? And he's like, "I just told you." It's like you didn't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> and th- luckily, the dad's like, "Oh, oh, you're you're gay." Okay, I get it. I get it now. Um, but that that to me was just so. I was like, "This is this doesn't seem real." This- also,
1: if this is taking place in the '90s, I don't think the dad would have come to that conclusion. No, it, it, his it relationship- not even. It might even be still not today. Come to that conclusion.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like that was just that's what I was so taken out during that moment because it's just like he doesn't really say anything. just lets his dad talk, which is fine. And that is how some people come out. But like he never clarified anything. He's just like, oh, I just told you. It's like you didn't tell me anything. You told me that a close friend of yours died. And that's why you want to talk. Like, I would but not. But he was that a again. close
1: friend. Yeah. But also, he doesn't give that inflection of saying, hey, dad, he was close.
0: Yeah. The dad gives everything. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it.
1: That's an intuitive dad. Only if mom was like that. Why is he living with the mom and not the dad? <laughs> he's living with the
0: mom and she's outing her son's boyfriend and getting him beaten by his dad. Though that time, the uh will actually
1: beat up his dad yeah that dad deserved it too i
0: mean he beat him earlier with a wooden cane so yeah he definitely deserved that and more with
1: uh beating his his child and also beating his wife into a home yeah i was going to say even if he never beat the son the dad still had it coming
0: yeah like karma's got its kiss for the dad um, but not really. There's no like there's no resolution with him at all besides him getting beat up the one time you even see him at the funeral. and it's just like, what? like, is there nothing for this dude? Is there no like come for him? No, yeah, He's just he just goes on living without his son now, which I guess is sad. but since he was beating him every day,
1: it's that sad to him. Like he yeah. looked kind of sober in that moment, but he also just didn't have glasses on. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like possibly he was, he was sad about it, and but they should have kind of focused on it more. Also, that that funeral was very sad. There was only three people there, and one of them was a priest. I mean, they just moved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then well, uh, four with Mike standing in the background, oh, yeah, like yeah. staring out. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. I I don't like the dad, and then I'm just like no mercy. But he doesn't he doesn't get any, comeuppance besides being punched a couple yeah. times by his kid. Punched um, and then just kind of admitting defeat. Yeah, he he just got punched a couple of times and then he ran away. It's like okay, all right, I guess that's that's that. Um, oh my god, there is another movie that we're gonna watch eventually where a kid beats up his dad, but he like he like literally kicks him into a closet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's some symbolism there. It's so funny, um, but also sad. Um, but we're going to
1: yeah, we'll we'll watch that one eventually. I don't even remember the name of it. Let me see if there's anything. The teacher dance scene with the piano score on top of it. <laughs> Corwin said, "I don't think that's what they're dancing to." But I like that this crazy piano somber thing is going on. And I said, they're probably just dancing over a click track or just a drum machine going, boom, boom cha boom, boom, cha, boom, boom, boom cha boom, boom, cha. And then once it, like, I synced it, me doing that up to... The teachers and it fit perfectly. That is what they were doing. That's what they were doing. And that dance was so like weird to me. It was like, and the principal, I think it was that character who like introduced this scene. Yeah, he wasn't in. Everyone else was in some fancy get-up costume. Yes, yeah. and he was just in suit and tie, but knew the choreography.
0: Yeah, it that scene was so weird. I guess it was. It was just a moment to give. Mike and Will a moment to talk before the all-women band came back on, which you did point out, that music was good. Yeah. That was, it was great. I need to find out who they are. Um, I didn't see anything on, like, I the think IMDb. it was called Wicked West. Just need to listen to them. It seemed like I, I, I got, like, a lesbian band kind of feel from it, and I what are you wanted talking more about? of it.
1: You don't listen to music. I don't listen to music.
0: I... <laughs> I'm gonna like get shit for that <laughs> all the time. Corwin does not listen
1: to music. Every single, never play music for him ever. You're gonna like hum something, and I'm gonna say, "Ooh, you're learning." <laughs> it'll be Hamilton. That's what it'll be. Gotta gotta bring that back, man. You love Hamilton.
0: That's it. Um, and other musicals. Yeah. I, Do you have any other notes? Because I. I'm through with my notes, I think.
1: I did say when he when they did the sleepover, I blurted out, "Oh, he's going to be smelling toilet seats." You did. And then I was like, "What that's is That's just that? that's a story. Someone I'm not going to go into super detail, but pretty much s- there was someone who we idolized in our friend group and that person came into our friend group. It's musical person and one of he said hey I'm going to go to the bathroom and then she said something either along the lines of I'm going to smell the toilet seat or I hope he pees on the toilet seat so I can smell it (laughs) what the fuck oh that's weird that's real weird yeah absolutely it is see this is why I said uh, I said Victoria was cooler than that Um. oh no these weren't theater people these were horror core people oh no which I mean, they, they have. It is theatrics. If you're doing horrorcore, right, it should be theatric. But I've, I think that's that's all I got. Any final closing statements?
0: Um, just Monster Pies. It's literally one of my favorite movies, just as far as like character portrayal goes. Um, so definitely, if you haven't watched it and don't mind being spoiled throughout this entire episode, please go and watch it. I mean, um, we also did.
1: We we left out a lot of stuff. I oh, feel yeah, like. definitely. We didn't even touch on the movie itself that they made, which was so cute. Ugh. Yeah, they, they, he gets, he gets, for lack of a better word, horned up from being kissed on the cheek through a mask.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> the wolf man. Yeah. Him,
1: he's like, is the cheek okay?
0: Kisses him on the cheek. And then he's like, oh, and sorry, uh, I forgot my line. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no.
1: Um any more thoughts for you. For uh watch this movie. I enjoyed it. It was a change of pace from Hellbent for sure. <laughs> but I think we should do another slasher movie.
0: Another slasher movie? Okay. Yeah. I
1: don't know
0: what we'll do next. I I kind of like this idea of announcing what we'll do next on the next like thing. Um but i don't know right now what it'll yeah, be yeah we're still we um, haven't even
1: released an episode at the time yeah. of this recording we're fine we're good uh, it'll probably be which i think uh, um it'll probably be like i think
0: there's one called something ben breakfast um and it's a slasher so we'll probably do that or um there's one called stranger by the lake that i haven't
1: seen uh, but I think there's a thriller type. Uh, push to that. We also got to make sure we're we're finding stuff that's on Hulu or Netflix because we can't shell out four dollars every single week.
0: Yeah, unless we subscribe to that thing and do that stuff.
1: Which I guess if it's ten. Oh no, because you also need a Prime account. I don't have a Prime account. I have no need for one. Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. Follow us on whatever social media it will end up being. There will be in the description it'll say at the time of you downloading and listening to this, but I have a lot of plugs. Do you have any plugs, Corwin? Um,
0: no plugs at the moment. Um, I'm sure I will have some soon. Besides, uh, actually, um, I am a theater... I'm an associate company member for Saltbox Theater Collective. Uh, we are putting up a show in february so depending on when this is released uh please go buy tickets it's called boy gets girl this will probably um, be
1: sometime in december i think
0: yeah so it'll be coming up uh tickets are on sale already so um please buy tickets please support us we're going to be at in a theater in uptown i think um but yeah boy gets girl Sawbox theater collective that's
1: it and can the What's the, any website they can go to?
0: Yeah. You can actually go to saltpox theater.org. Um, and it's got all the information on there. Um, and then we also have tickets on brown paper tickets. Um, so yeah, I'll discuss this more in
1: our next podcast too. Awesome. You can listen to my two other podcasts. The one that I do with my betrothed Nicole, who will eventually be a guest on this podcast. Yeah. That is called mostly speak in sentai. Her and I have a earnest love of tokusatsu films and you know things like Godzilla, special effects heavy things from Japan. And we also very much enjoy the Super Sentai series which is the source material for Power Rangers. You should check it out the both the podcast and the show itself. However, as long as you kind of have a an idea of Power Rangers. You really don't need to have watched the show to find enjoyment in our podcast, mostly speaking Sentai, because we use the show as a springboard to uh, to talk about things and discuss things. You know, my my body dysmorphia comes up. The reason why I have body dysmorphia comes up. My fascination with kids who are cooler than me I've said multiple times to Nicole, man, that kid's fucking cool. And then she says, that person is eight years old. Why do you think a kid doing skateboard tricks is cool? And I say, "I, because I wish I were like him. And she says, you have a savings account. That kid doesn't. <laughs> so things like that or us talking about how we wish – we were more like the villains on that show. Our friends Courtney and Monse talk about that. They, they've they been on the show twice, at least recorded, and they've related with the villains, not with the heroes. Yes. And speaking about Courtney and Monse, I do a podcast with them called I'll Get There. It's a show that's pretty much about the embarrassing stories that make our life enjoyable, and it makes it funny and fascinating and interesting. All of these podcasts are on things like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can get podcasts, you can find it. You can also go to msspod.blogspot.com. I think that's... Blogspot's a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's either that or just follow us on... Twitter and Facebook at MSS Pod, on Instagram at MSS Podcast, and listen to that stuff. Also, check out their friend of the show on MSS, mostly speaking Sentai, the Morph Bots. You should check them out, Corwin. It's redubbing the show that Big Bad Beetleborgs was based off from, which is also kind of like Power Rangers. Check them out, the bots that morph. You can find it anywhere. I believe that's their website, com, or on Vimeo, just search "morph bots" and you'll find their show. It's, it's hilarious. They're great people. Check them out. We need their plays to go up, 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 baby.
0: Yes. Get and that, those plays.
1: That's all I got.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to This Movie is Gay.
1: Absolutely. My name's James. My name's Corwin. Have a great night or day.